0: Hey, Faith and Fandom fam. This is Hector with the Faith and Fandom Podcast Artist Alley Aftermath Edition for Be a Hero Comic Con, Lincolnton, North Carolina. Now, uh, yeah, so here we go. Let's just jump in. Be a Hero, Lincolnton. Uh, first of all, Lincolnton's not a place I've ever been. It's not a place I knew of even existing until I knew that this Comic Con existed. And. I'd have to really go back and look to see the whole exchange and interaction, but be a hero. Uh, Lincoln first interacted with me back in 2019. Now, I don't remember if it was me or them or whatever it was, but I ended up signed up to do be a hero Lincoln in 2019. And then I got the call to do San Diego and I, 100% up front with them called and canceled, um, said and told them why. And it's one of the few shows, maybe the only show, um, I've directly canceled for any kind of other opportunity. And, you know, I didn't feel, I know I kind of felt bad at that point in time and, you know, I gave them notice and everything. It's not like I was a no show, but it's just one of those things of, That kind of stuck in my mind. So I always wanted to do this show, not like I needed to make it up to them, not like my presence was going to make or break a show, but because I felt like I had started something and I wanted to finish it. So I was waiting for the first opportunity I had to do this show, which was this year. I also had a friend who said, hey, this show's nearby. And they had mentioned, you know, you should do this show. So, you know, I took that as, all right, fine, I'll do it. Um, now it is a solid, uh, right on the nose, three hour drive from beginning to end from my house to this show. And it's, it's been a financially struggling, uh, season for me. Um, just because of expenses In the small wake of like a month's time, I busted a rim on my car, um, while driving to speak at a camp in Florida Um, I, my garage door broke and my air condition went out and my air condition was out for a solid month. So there was just a lot of financial expenses, not necessarily planning on, uh, that came up with this past few weeks. And so I was thinking, man, like normally my rule is if the show is more than two hours away, I'm going to get a hotel, but I couldn't in good conscience, uh, with our financial state Knowing I've got GalaxyCon Following a right up after it Get a hotel um, Just for that So got up at uh, Bright and early at 4.30 And drove uh, All the way there Now uh, Honestly the drive wasn't bad And what made it go by really well Was the fact that I was listening to uh, Prince Caspian On the Kindle um, I, if you aren't aware, if you have books in your Amazon Kindle account, like you've purchased digital books, you can have the Amazon robot that shall not be named because there's one listening right over there, um, read you any Kindle book you own, even while you're driving. So it's cheaper than audio books and I greatly enjoy it. So, um, I was, I told, uh, he, he. She shall not be named. To read me, Prince Caspian, and I made it through um, the entire book um, on my drive. Not the drive there, but the drive there and back. Made it through the whole book, which was great. Um, and thoroughly enjoyed it. Got some good stuff out of it. But uh, so took the drive up there. Got there bright and early, right at eight o'clock, and uh, which was nice. And um pull up, it's a high school, which I think this might be the first show in a high school I've done, and I look for where people are going in, I walk in, I find somebody who looks like they know what what's going on, and I said, hey, I'm Hector, Um, I shake hands, I was like, I'm with Faith and Fandom, he's like, all right, follow me, and he's, you know, following his little map on his phone, and in the high school gym that I walked into, it was nice, brand new floors, air conditioned. It was already like crispy, chilly in there. It was like eight o'clock in the morning. And then we walk out of the gym and we walk out of the gym. We start walking down the sidewalk and then we walk in another door down the sidewalk. And, uh, as we walk down the hall, we walk into a second gym. Now the first gym is crisp, air conditioned, right at the front entrance like you walk in the front door and you can see all the booths and it's you know nice and crispy and then to the left of that there's a second gym like around the thing where uh it's more of an auxiliary gym and there were let's say eight vendor tables maybe nine and then uh the rest of the tables in the middle of the room were for gaming and were for Uh, People doing things of that nature. So, normally, 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 that would be kind of a discouraging thing. To know that you're not going to be in the main room of a show is deflating. Um, Now, this is my first time at the show. They don't know me. They don't have that relationship with me. Um, And they were working with me very well. And I know I wasn't the only one in there. And so it wasn't like I was being punished or anything. It was just like, okay, I'm on this end. And I'm also dealing with that in advance with the fact that GalaxyCon has moved their artist alley out of the main show floor and up to a different ballroom. So I'm already in my feelings about that type of thing. And I even turned down doing another show um, last week because they only had space to put me in the hallway outside of the convention center and you know what I gotta be better about booking these things quickly I guess um so that's on me that's my responsibility with that. Galaxy con's a different thing but you know with some of these other shows I got to be more on top of things. but they walked me in and, and I wasn't discouraged with that. it was just like okay, change your mindset have a good attitude. don't let this be something that is an issue. And they walk over, and before I can even fully mentally process what's going on here with this and everything else, um, I see that they're walking me towards an empty table beside a church. Now, um, in my experience, uh, if there's ever another gospel or Jesus-centric thing at a con, you don't necessarily want to be next to them. One. One you may not agree with how they do or present the gospel Two, it's weird to lump all the Jesus stuff in one section, especially for other vendors, because if too many people walk in and see a clump of Jesus, they might walk away. Um, and three, just sometimes it's, it can, it can be weird. Um, and, uh, so I walked in and start setting up. I was like, okay, I'm in an auxiliary gym off the main show floor and I'm next to a church and I've been up since four. And so I was like, you know what? Let me check myself. Let me make sure my heart's in the right place. Let's you, let's roll with this. Let's see, let's see what God's doing with this. And, um, also I was really impressed with the fact that a church, uh, had taken the time to set up a whole booth at a comic con for a local church to, um, to be there, to be present. And, you know, they were kind, they were warm, they were uh, doing outreach well. They Part of what they were doing was doing a lightsaber drawing. They were doing two lightsaber drawings throughout the day. They had games and activities for the kids. And this is similar to what I saw um, some church volunteers do at Wake Forest Minicon in terms of activities for kids. And so, you know, like the more time I was there and the more time I was adjusting to everything, I was like, you know, this is a really solid thing. And the church is called Artisan Church. So if you're in the Lincolnton area, um, you should, you know, check out Artisan Church. Um, and, uh, but as I'm coming in to set in and everything, you know, I just greet the people I'm next to, uh, which are some of the artisan volunteers, start setting up my booth. And then like as I'm setting up my booth, like some of them notice what I've got and we start having conversations. And one of the neat things about, you know, like I said, sometimes it can be weird being set up to another ministry or next to a church or something. This was the other end of it. This was like incredibly encouraging uh, because uh, one, I could tell that this church's heart was in a good place. And two, they were very supportive of me. They were very encouraging and they were really excited. And there were some of the volunteers from the church who were just really pumped um, about the books. They didn't know anything about it. It was new to them. They were excited. And so literally I started out the morning with once my booth was set up, I had people excited about the books before I'd even got the chance to uh, really get started and in fact, um, two different volunteers, uh, from the church, uh, bought books before the show even started. So it was that kind of party. So the pastor's there and, uh, eventually, and we're, we're talking and talking about different ministry stuff and nerd ministry and things like that. And he mentions, uh, you know, that one of his people that is part of his church, um, runs an online church now. The only online church I personally know is Checkpoint Church, um, Nathan Webb. Um, Nathan had me on the Checkpoint Church podcast last year, year before, somewhere in there. But somewhere in the midst of all this, I'm on the Checkpoint Church podcast. And Nathan Webb is the only online church I personally know of. And lo and behold, uh, (laughs) this is the church that Nathan goes to. And so not only am I next to a church that's encouraging and supportive, um, I'm next to a church that also houses one of the more active uh, individual ministry focuses in nerd ministry. So I was like, hold on. Not only am I next to a church, I'm next to a church that already supports a nerdy ministry. And I just thought that was dope. And then uh, I got a text a little while later from Nathan telling me he was going to be coming by. And so just neat stuff in general. So I had good conversations with the pastor. Um, I talked about the book raised to stay with him because, you know, a lot of people dealing with church hurt. and, And I'll say this, too. Sometimes, like... It's hard doing ministry with other ministries because you don't agree on how things should be done. And I just really enjoyed the way they loved on the people, enjoyed the way they loved on uh, the other con folks. And, you know, they weren't pushy. They weren't oppressive. Um, I heard, I, you know, just sitting right there, overheard some conversations of people who uh, haven't been involved in the church because of church hurt, because of abandonment, because of frustration, and just seeing how well they handled it. They thought they did a fantastic job and how they actually handled the response to the people that were there. Um, that was just really cool overall. Um, got to hang out with Nathan, got to actually you know meet him in person versus just online and he was really cool too for uh, he bought an entire uh, library of faith and Phantom stuff to have for checkpoint, which was really neat and uh, we got to talk about the kids' book and um, it, it was just a really good experience getting to uh, meet these folks in person. Now, uh, with that, there was, uh, there, there was the element of, at times, knowing that the foot traffic was going to be lower, and that way we you were kind of like in an island of misfit toys, but honestly, they still put on such a good show that it really wasn't a detriment, um, and that people still kind of explored, people still found their way over there. It wasn't so big of a difference that people would never make it in the room, because I've been to shows where you can literally be one door away, and the majority of the people never cross that doorway. So it can be hard and I was appreciating it, um, with that. Um, now on the flip side, um, I had locked my keys in my car, uh, as I was finishing up unloading. So as I was getting my booth ready, I had locked my keys in my car and I didn't realize this until I went back to go change shirts because I'd gotten very sweaty in the unloading process. And I was going to, uh, changed my shirt so i looked a little more presentable and less like you know i'd just been trying to play basketball for a while in that gym and i realized that my keys were locked in my car so i called AAA. now this summer i had an experience with AAA where i locked my keys in my car in florida and i was about to uh preach at a service at a camp and this was near orlando And I locked my keys in the car 30 seconds before the worship service started. They were doing three songs. And I locked my keys in my car right before the first song started. I called AAA. Somebody showed up and had my car unlocked by the end of the second song. They were so on top of it in Orlando. Now here in Lincolnton, which is about an hour outside of Charlotte, which is like a major hub for AAA, um, I placed that phone call at 9:30. At 2 o'clock, they still hadn't found someone to come unlock my car. I had been on wait. I had been on hold uh, out on the app for AAA from 9:30 until 2, waiting for somebody to come unlock my car. And so I'm having conversations. I'm talking to people, but the whole time I'm like, "Please come let me in my car. Please come let me in my car." Um. And like, I was starting to get worried about it. And then I finally called AAA and they're like, we can't find anybody. They said that if you find somebody, we'll reimburse you. And so I asked one of the folks right there from artisan church. I was like, Hey, do you guys know a mechanic around here? And one of the ladies who was there and she was super cool. Um She breaks stuff. One of the ladies that was there and she was super cool. She's like, um, she tried to call a police officer friend of hers. Um, they weren't available. Um, they passed me off to a phone number and basically just told me like, look, call these cops, they'll come let you in. And man, five minutes after I called the, the the folks on the non-emergency line for the Lincolnton police department, a sheriff showed up and let me in my car on top of it. And, you know, again, that was the local church showing up and helping and being a part of that. And so that was cool. Um, and it just it, it was a huge blessing knowing that somebody actually rolled up and did that with me. Um, uh, let's see, there was a one lady, an older lady who uh, had been kind of like walking around, uh, checking out the the area we were in, and she was dressed like Harley Quinn. And for some reason, in my mind, I thought this lady's gonna hate what I'm doing. Like that, that internal monologue of like, I'm eyeballing people and I'm trying to assess their emotional and spiritual response to what I'm doing from a distance. And I assess, man, this lady's going to hate what I'm doing. She's just going to, she's going to hate me. And, um, she walked up and she's picked up, can I still wear my cape? And she's flipping through it. And I told her the, the gist of what it was. And she literally almost started crying, like tears up. She rolled her sleeve up she had goosebumps um how much and when she walked away she was genuinely choked up by it and that might be the best adult response to can I still wear my cape I've seen and it also goes to show you I have no idea what I'm doing when it turns of like I cannot judge everybody's response I'm pretty good at it I'm pretty good at gauging responses in advance but I was wrong I was 100% wrong. That lady was genuinely blessed, and she was excited about it. Um, and so that was cool, too. Uh, some of the candles were a big hit as well. Um, and I will say that um, we were also next to Cosplayers with a Cause, which was cool just hearing them. So literally kind of all of the Jesus-y, social, conscious, non profity y things were all in the area. And uh, But one of the other really cool things was the fact that... Uh, There was a coffee shop outside, um, Echo Sierra, maybe, um, a coffee shop food truck. And I got two really nice coffees out there. And there was also an organization selling pastries at a very nice price. Um, so I was excited. I got coffee without having to go far. Um, it was nice. Um, and also I was, I was just generally pumped, you know, experience. I enjoyed being at the show. Um, I had a good response from the show. Uh, I had a good response from the people doing ministry at the show, even when I wasn't involved. And this also wasn't their first rodeo um, with uh, Artisan Church being at the con. They had done it the year before. And when I asked the pastor how he got to there, how why they were there, man, their heart was just in such a good place for it. So I don't know. I I have more of a perspective on their church than I do of the show as a whole. Um, but I also saw that uh, my friend John Harrison, who's one of my favorite painters, um, was there. So I popped over to uh, the other gym to say hey to him. And I talked to the guy from Two Land for a while. And if you're not familiar, Two Land is a clean kids comic superhero. And he's a guy who does ministry in a different capacity. Um, rather than doing, here's the gospel, here's Jesus. He does, here's a very clean comic book that teaches good, you know, he has Christian morals and values uh, but something that you can present in the public schools without having to edit it out. Um, so we got to talk about some stuff as well, have some good experiences, but honestly, like I just had a really good time at the be a hero Lincolnton show. Um, I had a good experience with them. They were kind, they were helpful, uh, being in a second gym wasn't like a, a, a a world ending issue um i thought they handled it well that they made sure they told everybody like there's two gyms go to both and you know it was was a good experience um i would drive there again for that and i was generally encouraged and blessed by it um and the coffee helped the church was a huge blessing um with that and yeah it's just really good i also uh And some of my downtime got to read some comics and make my way through some of my my comics backlog, which was also good. Um, But yeah, it it was just a good, solid experience with how that went. So yeah, that's my general uh, view of Be A Hero Lincoln. It was a good show. If you're in the Charlotte area, you 100% should set up at this show. Um, if you're on the outside of Charlotte area or near Hickory, you should one hundred percent set up at this show um yeah, it's just really solid in that capacity um the folks that run it are doing and also the proceeds from this show go to communities and schools, which is helping kids in schools, so it's a not- it's a non profit show helping kids with schools and if you've ever worked with c i s um you know it's a good organization to actually invest in so yeah, and that's kind of the heart of it. Um, I'm just a couple of days away from GalaxyCon Raleigh and a big four-day endeavor down there. And uh, so looking forward to that. But before I bounce, I want to take a moment to thank our Patreon supporters. Jonathan Herman, uh, Ron Poteet, Tesh Norton, um, Scott Ward, Alicia Benson, Candace Davis, Jay Sheed, Jillian, Jason Crutchfield, Mike Perna, Todd Turner, Jonathan Jacobs, Zach Harris, Caleb Grimm, Uh, Jeanette Skaggs, Chris Poirier, Jason Bullock, Christina Ray, Sarah Lewis, Patrick Gale, Rebecca Godlove, and Adam Davis. Thank you all for supporting in the way you do, encouraging in the way you do, and uh, helping make faith and fandom possible, because literally I'm not that successful of a business person. (laughs) So if this was dependent on me and my own strength, we'd be strapped. But because of y'all's support and the way God works for you, I get to do some pretty amazing things in ministry and so thank you for being a part of that and um i can say this uh if artisan church is still around be a hero lincolnton is covered in terms of a gospel presence but i was still grateful to be there and um so um if you're in that area check out artisan church if you're an online person make sure you check out checkpoint church um, because they're cool as well and yeah i just really appreciate it so thanks to be a hero lincolnton and I look forward to seeing y'all on a con floor soon.